16 days of activism, my first experience of violence against women and girls. 16 Days of Activism is an awareness campaign that runs from the 25th of November to the 10th of December. It helps to spread awareness of the violence women and girls experience. It's a move to break the silence of abuse and speak for those who cannot. Philia have put me as their day eight of 16 Days of Activism. Can you believe it? The pride I feel right now is unreal. That Philia see me as someone they would include. The tweet by Philia says, day eight of the 16 days of activism, Kendra Houseman of Out the Shadows spoke on the Fouled by the State panel of Philia 2018 on the teenagers exploited in gangs grouped into prostitution but regarded by the state as authors of their own misfortune. And then it had a quote from me that says, I am here to tell people what is happening to the girls and young women in this country who are involved with gangs and child sex exploitation. I'm here to say that they are being failed and we have to make this stop. I'll tell you what, I'll take that all day long. So I guess this is where I speak about violence against women. This is my first account, my first memory of violence against women. It's not my first encounter, let me take that back, but it is the first one that I remember. It's Christmas, but not Christmas Day. The tree is up and it's very cold. I'm aged between three to five years of age. I'm sitting in a large armchair and have a big tray on my lap and I'm doing a puzzle. The memory starts mid-action. I can't tell you the build-up or anything. The memory literally starts with me in the large armchair with the tray on my lap. A man I used to think is my dad but is not is shouting at my mum. They're standing behind the sofa. The sofa is pushed in towards the middle of the room where the colour gas fire is. That is the only heating in this flat. They're standing behind the sofa and I'm watching. I don't believe I'm crying or anything at this point. Kind of shows you how normalised I was by this kind of behaviour. But this time it's different. Usually when there is shouting, I'm sent to my room or left alone in my room on my own until it's finished. But for some reason, I'm in the room. He is shouting so loud that I put my hand over my ears. My mum's head is just down. She's standing there just looking at the floor like a naughty child being told off. I think she is in a nighty, like an old-fashioned one with a high neck. The man is fully clothed. I can't tell you a single word he's saying. The memory is not like that. I think I may have blocked out the words. I don't know. I can tell by the way her shoulders are going up and down that she is crying. He starts smacking her around the head like slaps, I guess, as if he clipped her around the ear. She says, ouch, and puts her hands up to her ear. Gets so angry and pulls her arm down sharply by her sides and then boxes her in the side of the head. She stumbles and he catches her and stands her back up again and does it again and she falls. I can't see her now because she's behind the sofa. He looks over at me. No expression. That I do remember. Then he starts beating her. He's bending down and bringing his arms up and down and punching her with force and he is still shouting. And she is screaming. Really screaming. And then, in his memory, the sound suddenly comes back on and she is screaming my name. It's asking me for help. Is she telling me to run? I is she telling him not to hurt me? I have no idea. He stands up straight, but is looking down at her. He is sweating and he wipes his head on his arm. He then starts kicking. I don't know what he is kicking because I can't see, but it's very noisy like he's kicking the sofa. But mum's not screaming. She's not making any noise. He wipes his hand across his head again. I am now screaming. I am crying. I can hear my screams in my ears. I am cold. 
He looks at me and bends down, and now I can't see anyone as they're both behind the sofa. He stands back up, but I have no concept of how long they were both out of sight. He walks over to me and puts his hands out to me as if he wants to pick me up. I feel scared and put my arms out to him. I need comfort of some kind. Then I have see he has blood all over his hands and I start screaming. Things get blurry at this point. He puts his hand under the tray I have on my lap and knocks it high into the air, puzzle bits going everywhere. He grabs me by my arms, straight in the air, and I'm sort of dangling and it really hurts under my armpits. He walks to my mum's room and throws me onto the double bed and tells me to shut up. He slams the door and it's dark. I get under the covers and I cry. I must fall to sleep at some point. When I wake up, the curtains are open and the light is coming in. It's not proper light. It's like sunrise kind of light. I look and my mum is laying next to me. Her face is strange and I don't like it. She is sleeping, but I think when she wakes up, she won't be able to open her eyes because they are very swollen. They are like a purple black colour. One side is worse than the other. Her top lip is massive and I mean massive. I reach out and poke it and it feels all smooth and shiny. I, I don't like it. She has some blood on her face around her nose and it's all dark and sticky looking. Her hair is a big mess, like my dolls when I don't brush their hair. The man is also in the bed. He is sleeping the other side of me, still with his clothes on. I get out of bed quietly and go into the living room. The fire is not on, but I sit in front of it anyway. There are bits of puzzle all over the floor. I go back in the bedroom to ask mummy to turn the fire on. She wakes up, gets up slowly and comes and puts the fire on. I can't look at her face because it frightens me. I was 15 the last time a man tried to lay a hand on my mother. I had found my voice and my power by this time. My own father, fresh out of prison. He moved back home and was soon back to his old ways. The day he got out, my mum was back running around after him. I couldn't even bear to look at him. Then, after about two weeks of being out, he asked her to get him a cake or something. She was tired and looked so small sitting on the sofa. I was in the living room, about to go out, and I said, don't get out, mum. And then I said to my father, you can get it yourself. He looked at me wide-eyed and then turned to my mum to ask if she was going to let her daughter talk to him like that. She just sat there not sure to do. No one spoke to my father. She got up and he jumped up as well and grabbed her by the arm and pulled her towards him. My mum was about five foot five and my dad was six six. This was all in the same living room where I'd watched her get beaten up while I sat with a puzzle on my lap when I was small. I'd seen her get many a beating since then. He started shouting at her. My own son was in the bedroom next door asleep. He was two weeks old. My mum stuttered as my dad shouted and said she was sorry. He let go of her arm and raised his hand high to slap her in the face. I walked over calmly and stood in front of my mum facing him. He looked at me with his arm still high and we locked eyes, just looking at each other. And I said, and I remember it so clearly, I said, put your fucking hand down and know this. If you ever touch my mum again, I will kill you. He went to speak and I said, if you're such a bad man, then hit me then. I stepped the one step and separated us so I was close to him. And I could feel his breath on my face. He was breathing hard. I could also hear my mum's breathing behind me. He lowered his hand and placed it by his side. You were disgusting, I said with gritty teeth. He looked over my shoulder at my mum and then muttered something in Italian. He went to stay at a friend's house that night and within a week or two, he got his own flat. He never lived with me from that day forward. My mum would go and stay with him in the flat and eventually she moved in with him. But me and my father never lived together again. And as far as I know, he never laid a hand on her. He 
was an amazing grandfather to my sons and never so much as raised a voice to them. But he knew, as well as I did, that if he touched my mum again, I would have truly killed him. It also shows that the only way I knew how to deal with things was through threats and violence. That's how my brain was conditioned. That's what the men in my life had created. I'm telling you this because there's a proven link between girls witnessing this kind of violence at an early age and the gradual transition into gangs exploitation. I would say about 80% of the girls I support will speak about this type of violence being prevalent in the early years. This kind of violence against women and girls has been going on for so long and so many lives are lost, it's unspeakable. The impact on the girl's life witnessing this kind of thing so early means that violence is normalised to her. And any violence used against her, well, in my case, it already, I was already used to it. Speak out, people. Let's get this kind of violence out in the open once and for all.